Dadsnet Original Podcast. Okay, you're heading out for the day with the kids. What is the single most important component to get right for a successful day out? Uh, I forgot to take a spare nappy once. That did not end well. <laughs> I, I once left my phone at home, which had the tickets on for the, you know, the farm park sort of thing we were going to. That wasn't great. Oh, that is a classic dad error. I was I was in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 guys, come on. You're missing the most critical thing here. Lunch. Everyone knows that hungry kids equal a disaster. Have any of you guys heard of St. Pierre? Yes, a decent brioche loaf and baguettes. They're firm picnic favourites in this house. Why? Because the kids love it no matter what the filling. And all of them come ready sliced with a great life on them. Yeah, brioche is a game changer. I'm not going to lie, boys. Uh, whatever you're preparing, these will make the world of difference with your picnics. Go pick them up. They're available in selected co-ops and on Ocado, uh, so you can get it delivered right to your door. Anyone else really hungry now they've just talked about that? Yeah. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads podcast. This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. Welcome to another episode of some dads talking about dad things, dad-related stuff. On the way, we're going to be going under-overrated. It'll be me telling the panel whether the things that they throw at me are underrated or overrated. We'll look inside the news and find out why there'll be some very sad children around and some adults who eat at places that are basically for children. But we'll go on to that in a little bit later. And uh, we've got the big question of the day as well, which is all about back to school, because that is what's going to be happening very soon. Parents across the land are cheering. But let me introduce you to the panel this week. Now, uh, we're recording this on the day 15 years ago that Pluto was demoted from a planet to a dwarf planet. So, oh gosh. Oh, I, I still day. think of it as a planet. Well, and that's good, because that's how it would want to be remembered. <laughs> it's not disappeared, obviously. It's still there, but, you know. Um, I'm going to introduce the panel based around the planet that they would be. So let's start with Brad. Brad is the fiery one. Yeah, I can tell. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it just switches. He's fiery like Venus. You are Venus. Hey, you're my Venus. Am I the fire in your desire? You are, Brad. (laughs) Always. Especially with that new haircut. Unfortunately, that will not be broadcast on the podcast. But you're looking sharp tonight, mate. Thank you very much, dude. Is it a self-cut haircut? Because we know that you can cut your own hair. Yeah, it is, yeah. Fair. Right, hold on. Good job, man. Good yeah, job. like actually, I, that looks professional, Brad. I, I mean, so, anyone listening is like, uh, well, we can't see it, so good one, Sparks. You'll, have, you'll have to post a post a photo in the Facebook group. Uh, yeah. Just I wait until Friday because otherwise, if I stop posting random selfies in the in the group, I'm going to get abused. <laughs> <laughs> and for anyone not bothering to look, just imagine a really good haircut. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Everyone wins. Um, Jack is the next one on the panel. He's Saturn because every week he's telling us how his kids are always running rings around him. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. 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 I am in control. Mm. <laughs> 
Doesn't you keep sound. telling yourself that, mate. <laughs> and we've got a Sparky. Sparky is Earth um, because it, that's the most fertile planet in the solar system. And because the urban gardener thing, right? Oh, okay, right, okay. Because nice. you're an urban gardener on YouTube, but also you are the only one that hasn't had a vasectomy. So mm. that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, mate, honestly, this 18 month old's getting difficult. I might be just <laughs> booking one in to make sure nothing else happens. You know what? For a second there, I forgot I'd had a vasectomy. So when you said Sparky was the most fertile, I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. I first counted them. As if I'd been going around doing secret tests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> Jimmy with a little cup and his white jacket coming around. When we were recording that wagon wheel stuff. <laughs> oh, That's what it was. Jim takes a lateral flow test to a whole new level. Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> and uh, the planet I would be is Uranus. See, that's the thing. Everyone was expecting Uranus, so I'm going Neptune. No reason. I just don't want to be Uranus. So there you go. <laughs> Caught you out with that. If uh, this was right. QI, it'd be going woo 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 in the background now. <laughs> but it's not QI because this is four absolute bloody idiots. Anyway, let's do the first round of stuff. It's under overrated. Under. Over. Under. Over. Under. Over. Rated. Uh, under overrated is where someone sits in the big seat and then the other people throw things at them, ideas, concepts, reviews, objects, things, whatever, and they have to say whether they're underrated or overrated. It's me in the seat today, so uh, I'm prepared. I'm just fluffing up the cushions and I'm ready for what you can throw at me. Brad, go for it. Shoehorns. Oh. Shoehorns are underrated. They're, um, I had a, a pair of very nice shoes that I uh, bought a long time ago. Um, when I had a job that paid well and, uh, <laughs> and also days. before being a parent yes yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, it was also before <laughs> yeah. being a parent and uh, in order to keep them looking the best I uh, used a shoehorn and I felt like I was in the olden days but it was nice it was good and it, it worked and it, it yes I think underrated it feels a whole lot smoother and better than crippling your finger trying to wedge the back of your heel through a shoe, right? <laughs> so yeah. true. Yeah. We've all had that where you've sort of like skinned your finger a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. End up my, with permanent thumb damage. Yeah. <laughs> my daughter's going through that now because she doesn't like to undo her shoes before she takes mm. them off. So that means she struggles to get back into them. So yeah, she's like two or three damaged fingers all the time. <laughs> um, you know what, actually? I took my dad's shoe shopping like before lockdown and... Uh, he asked the guy, like, he wants to try on some shoes, and then he went, looked at the bloke, dead in the eye, deadly serious, and was like, have you got a shoehorn then? Like, he expected it, like it was a standard. I was like, <laughs> what's that? In, my dad's Ghanaian. I was like, in Ghana, are they just, like, putting shoehorns on? I thought you mostly wore sandals, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it's one of Ghana's biggest exports, I think. Is the shoe shoehorns. Shoe yeah, yeah. yeah. No, See, when you said you took your dad shoe shopping, I felt it'd be like to Clark's and he had to have one of those slidey measure things, like going back to school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> school shoes. Measure his feet. Oh, no. yeah. Sparky, what have you got for me? Um, okay, I'm going straight in with this because it caused a discussion in our house this week. Shower puff scrubbers. You know, those scrubber <laughs> things that you use in the shower. It's that Cartoon Network series that wasn't quite yeah. as popular. <laughs> <laughs> Not as good as Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. yeah. That was the one they had to have on after the uh, the watershed, the, the shower puff scrubbers. Um, it, was, it was just after Euro Trash. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? What's, I don't even know what they're officially called. 
Uh, I think they like. I think shower puffs. Yeah, that, maybe. Yeah, know. they're they're alright. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't imagine anyone's really highly rating them in any way. They are good to scrub your balls with, though. It's, it's nah, a nice no, feeling, no, no. Brad. I'm no, glad you that want, you... You want one of those massage sponges, you know, the ones with, like, the real scrubby side on them. Like, they're, yeah. like, they're like, you wash, like washing up sponges, basically, but for humans. What, like a scrub daddy? You want you use one of them on your... Yeah, 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 on your walls, man. On your undercarriage. Well, yeah. Sorry, do you live in a prison? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Jim's got a well-ironed flannel that he likes to use to uh, look after his fellas. <laughs> So we're going uh, overrated then? Like. Well, I just uh, I'm going to say underrated because I think they're they're quite good, but I, I just don't know if anyone's really rating them, so it's a difficult one. But yeah, I'm going to go underrated. I think. Why has that been a debate in your house this well, week? I bought some. The, I bought just a, there was a box, and I was like, oh, I get some of those. Um, and my other half says, why did you buy those? Every time I get like a gift set off someone, like I get the shampoo and all the stuff out of it, the smellies, and I throw that in the bin. Like she's she and I was like, I. I thought I was doing a thing. I thought I was buying something that girls wanted. but And so I just thought, I'll see if any of the lads are using them. But, um, For your balls. I, I, I mean, I, they I are nice I, on your balls. I'm glad that you said that out loud because I don't think I was going to say that until you said it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they're too soft. Oh, 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 I mean, well, I, don't, I, I don't think you get enough of a scrub with them. Hey. <laughs> Hey, listen, dude, I don't need to take sandpaper yeah. to my testicles. <laughs> like, I'm not saying I've got particularly dirty testicles, but... Well, it sounds like that. Yeah, you, you just like think? it rough, Jack. Just a bit of Dettol, a little bit of bleach. <laughs> oh, oh, the pain, it's pleasurable. Oh. They get a good lather going, though. What's, you know, exactly, you get a nice lather. Exactly. That's fine. That's good. It's fine. Uh, Jack, let's move on and find something else to uh, make weird. Toothpicks. Yeah. Once again, who's rating toothpicks? I guess that is the concept of this <laughs> well, yeah. feature, yeah, isn't it? Us. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to say underrated again. Um, one, because they're good at picking things out of your teeth, which is great. But also, mm-hmm. they are quite the staple of my wife's business. She's uh, She sells vintage and she buys things from sort of charity shops and car boot sales. And they're very oh. good for getting into the little like gaps to clean oh, things okay. out. Good grief. I thought you were going to say she sells vintage toothpicks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. No. No, 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 she does not do that. That is not no. something I'm buying. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Soak them in Dettol as well before you be yeah. giving them a go. Well, um, when, she, when she started out, her... Um, her, her I'm trying not to incriminate anyone here. Someone she knows uh, had a big collection of 1970s underpants, uh, like really garish coloured ones, from Marks and Spencer, because the person that she knows had known some other people who had liberated them from the 1970s Marks and Spencer's factory. And I was, I, you know, this was before kids, so I used to come along and try and sell stuff with her occasionally. And Stolen you would goods. have to, you'd really have to assure people that they were not used. They were absolutely fresh, new, but they'd just been in a loft since the 1970s. Honestly, <laughs> please don't buy secondhand pants. That's just not the way forward. <laughs> how did, you, did they have to give them a sniff test just to check that they were brand new? Because that's how you check if they're clean or not, aren't they? But I didn't force anyone to. But I was going to say, yeah, if it's got must, they're, they're musty smell from like being stuck in a loft I mean you wouldn't did you, for, did you Febreze them yeah. they, I can't I can't remember it's that 10 years ago and I can't remember what I did last week but they um, <laughs> they, they were very popular that's all I can remember and the, you know she sold out quite quickly so hey, old school pants Jim I thought you were going to say uh, one of the reasons toothpicks are cool is because they look cool 
That's like, my, yeah, that's it. That that's you it. know, like wrestler, oh, like, like chewing one on one. Like yeah, just in, having yeah, one in your mouth. Like teeth. wrestler Razor Ramon used to do that. Like back in that's the day it. in WWF, he'd just be like, "Hey, bad guy," with a toothpick. I, and it's like that's that's who I imitate every time I use a toothpick. Mate, I've never felt more gangster than just with that little toothpick in my mouth. You know, exactly. yeah, after after a carvery. <laughs> oh, 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 I had all the meats, and now I just need to pick it out. <laughs> oh no, you didn't. <laughs> And when you're in a prison for small people, it comes handy as a shank. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shanking your kids with a Often toothpick. found that, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you, th- you think a toothpick in a wrestling ring is a health and safety issue? Oh, it was just for promos. So just in the interviews in that gym, he would be like, hey, it's me, the bad guy. And then he'd like throw it at the camera. That was the end. Like, also, like, I, I, I don't know how much wrestling you've watched, Jim, but like, there are matches where they use barbed wire and shit, so... I think right. your toothpicks are... <laughs> Barbed wire and shit. And shit. Oh my God, yeah, that's disgusting. Oh, Extreme hardcore, baby. <laughs> uh, Brad, have you got something else for me? Uh, yeah, parent-allocated parking bays. Uh, yeah, all for those. They're, they're underrated because there is no better joy than turning up at a busy supermarket and you, you're not really looking forward to it because you have a small child with you that you're about to take around the supermarket, but then you can glide into the place right by the front door. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I think, no I walking think they, for they, me they, like a sucker. They cause absolute <laughs> unnecessary stress and rage for me because I turn up and they're completely full and then I park in a normal bay and then I see someone who has no kids who's about 78 yeah. getting into one and uh, it just causes absolute rage and then I want to have should. a go at them and then Shay tells me you off should. because I shouldn't tell them off and, uh, mate you definitely should stress. call them out on their bullshit yeah. Yeah. Whoa. That's, that's what I like to call do call them out on their bullshit oh man you see I'm... Jim climbing into a car with no kids <laughs> <laughs> bird baby <laughs> I, um, I, I, I can't pass up an opportunity, Jim. I'm really sorry. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> cheers. One of, well, one of our neighbours is, uh, she's in her late 70s, and I saw her once at the supermarket in the parent and, uh, and child parking bay. And to be fair, she was with her son. He's older than me, but she was with her son. <laughs> like, I, mean, I, was, I was like. Is there, is there a technicality there? Does yeah. it say parent and actual child? Because you know how you know when people get older, they still refer to their children as their children, even when they're like fifty-five and you know eminent city lawyers and things like that. So yeah, that's true. I think that was her. That was yeah, her but, angle. But like, but like my mum, my mum will say to us, you know, that we'll always be her babies. I don't want her to take us into the baby change. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not lying on that little table. I mean, can, can can't hold you anymore, mate. Can you imagine your mom picks you up one day and says, "I'm taking you out for a bit of a day together," and then she takes you to the local little play center, soft play, like, soft play. <laughs> like, yeah, go on, go on, Jack. You'll always be go my on, baby. Jack. <laughs> go down the slide, then. I, I, I tell you what, though, I would love to be let loose in a one of those big soft plays with no kids in there. Just for like a couple of hours. I'd God. love it. Dude, I think two minutes before I'm huffing and puffing and near death. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, yeah. no doubt. But yeah, I know, I just... but you, I mean, you're saying a couple of hours, but I agree, a couple of hours for me because after two minutes, I would pass out and then a couple of hours would go by before someone resuscitates me. <laughs> sleep <laughs> it off in the ball pit, mate. Yeah. I was going to say, if there were no kids there, that is a great place to sleep. It looks really comfy. It does, so. doesn't it? <laughs> Why not? 
Uh, Sparky, what have you got? Yeah, I really want to um, ask you this, Jim, because I feel like we've, there's been a lot of Crocs chat on the podcast, and I feel like there's another pair of footwear which is quite prominent with parents, um, and I'm going to throw them in there. Another type of sandal, Birkenstocks. Mm. Hmm. Yes, it's, that's a tough one. Cool. See, because it- I, I feel Crocs is getting a lot uh, of shade, and I think... If Crocs are uncool, why aren't Birkenstocks uncool? I know it's not me that's in the hot seat because I'm saying they're overrated, but... Uh... No, mate. Sorry, Jim, go on. No, 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 Jack, I, I'll, I'll take all uh, all opinions before I make my final decision. Well, yeah, the thing is, Birkenstocks are uncool. Yeah. Yeah. But but more, so, like, so people wear them outside. Like, they are uncool. Yeah, but people wear Crocs outside. Yeah. People... Uh. Yeah, but people voted for Boris Johnson. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not relying know. on people. <laughs> I don't know. I, oh, Jim. I See, he's broken on this one. I, yeah, I mean, I'm uh, not a massive fan. I, I'm not like a massive advocate, but they're all right, aren't they? Like, there's, there are worse things. That, what's like Crocs? What's your favourite pair of Birkenstocks that you own, Jim? <laughs> Well, I don't have any, but... <laughs> I, I, I actually I asked just... that thinking that you might own a pair of Birkenstocks. Yeah, I, I, I could see where your thought process <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I was going to put money on one of us owning Birkenstocks... <laughs> there we go, Jim. That's a, we, you have to right. do footwear one week as the intro. <laughs> and I have to uh, <laughs> I have to wear my Argyle socks with them. Yeah, yes. obviously. Oh, man, that's a look. Start okay. oh, I'm going to say overrated. Go on, then. I, say, I feel like I'm, I've, I've given in to peer pressure a little bit there. But I don't know what I was hesitant about. But I just yeah. It's because I, of official people wear them, Jimmy. Like you're quite official, like not official, but you know, official like, people. Sensible, sorry, sensible people wear Birkenstocks. I think you know, like I feel like it's the, it might be like the teacher's footwear of choice. Like any dads listening, and if you wear Birkenstocks, please jump on our uh, Facebook page and um, you know shout out the Birkenstock <laughs> crew because I feel like Crocs is getting a lot of attention, which which does, is my anyone, army. I'm starting. Does anyone wear trainers? Um, like I feel like in the minority here. <laughs> yeah, I'm quite a fan of trainers myself. I, my main footwear is trainers. I don't just is walk it? around in Crocs, guys. They're just for the, the garden you shoes. You know a lot about lots of different types of sandals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, when is the weather ever good enough in this country to wear sandals? When is it like? Fair. There's just no point. It's like flip flops are horrible and sliders whatever they are that's a horrible name for a horrible piece of footwear I, I, I love I love the Shower fact that, that in uh, Australia they call uh, flip flops thongs yeah. yeah I love that man it's like I had an Australian boss once and I'd never heard it before until he said oh yeah well I'll be wearing me thongs and I was like <laughs> excuse <"What?"> me <laughs> sorry boss that is what radio used to be like though so <laughs> in many ways well full of Australians yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. that is true yeah. <laughs> oh that's such an in joke it really is joke guys brilliant really is <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in India, that's quite easy to explain. There are loads of Australian people in radio in yeah. this country. Apparently, they're the experts. Apparently, they are. So, oh you know. yeah. Anyway, any future Australian I bosses? Know so many Brits working in Australia in yeah. radio now. <laughs> Well, I like that. I like that idea because also we have that thing, you know, especially in London, don't you? That oh, it's you know, all the bar people are yes, all yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, backpackers from Australia. But I guess the same is there as well. You know, yeah. all those people picking stuff in the fields—they're the British tourists. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know how we got there from Birkenstocks, but we did. And that's <laughs> hey, all that matters. And that's what we're here for—rambling chats. Let's have one more. Go on then, Jack. Oh, I got to pick a good one. No, I'm going to go with beards. 
Yeah, I was going to go controversial, yeah. but I'll save that for next week. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, don't pick a good one. Why would you want to make this podcast any good? Like, no, actually, no, oh, shit. Yeah, let's let's carry on with that. Uh, beards, yeah. I think, are underrated. Like, beards. I know there's a popularity for beards, and a lot of people do have beards, and people wear some beards well. But there's also a, an anti-beard kind of movement, which I think is wrong. I'm I'm all for beards, although um. uh, I tend to just have a stubble. Until let's, I let, get too lazy. Let's be honest. Beards make beards are for men. What makeup is for women? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I if they're well idea. kept, like I, I reckon the the lead singer of ZZ Top, I reckon if he shaves that face, you're gonna think he's one hideous looking bloke. Yeah, but he ain't, you, get, he ain't you, getting no puss. Yeah, nice, <laughs> nice. Um, so, have, have you just can just can, can I just make sure that you've just said that if women take makeup off, they're hideous looking? Because it sounds like that's what you said. Um, did, hey, dude, I said it. I'm not taking it back. Hi Shay, um, thanks for listening. Um, if you need any help getting, moving Brad's stuff out the house, but you know what I mean though. You know what I mean is a beard can make a guy better looking, whereas makeup can make a woman better looking. Like this is the reason why people, why women wear makeup, dude. Let's not beat around the bush, right, or beat around like, the beard even. Well, yeah, or beat around the beard, exactly. But, but you're not wrong. You know how women contour with makeup. Yeah. Oh yeah, my, yeah, yeah. My beard is the only thing that gives me a chin. <laughs> I, I've got what you might call a weak jaw <laughs> and, uh, and if been... I shave it off I'm just like a thumb <laughs> a thumb <laughs> it's ama- you've been working on that yeah J- Jack to be fair you've been working on that for the last few weeks and every every um, like time you pop up on Zoom I mean we're going to have to do another picture uh, Brad's hair <laughs> Jack's beard I was going to uh, say the beard's looking good dude yeah it's Thank looking you. strong you've been working mm. on it and I, this I, is what I was going to say why I asked. is it is it okay for guys to compliment other guys on their beard? Like, is, it, yeah. we, is yeah. that is that normal? You're not sounding to sound like you're coming on to someone or anything. If it's not normal, we should normalise it. Yeah, that's yeah. a nice thing to do. Yeah. It's a pleasant well, thing to do. Isn't it? Brad's haircut look nice. Yeah, yeah, his, true. His beard but, is looking ace. I don't know. I don't know why. You know is, what, Sparky, is your eyes personal? are looking very pretty tonight. Listen, oh, thank you very sparkling, much, mate. Yeah, hey, sparkling. <clears throat> hey, <clears throat> and you, Jim. <clears throat> You've also oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> right. Why well, Jim's getting a kick in tonight? Jim's getting Jim, the lot of you. Jim, you look beautiful and your toes would look lovely in Birkenstocks. That just came out and that sounds weird. Sorry, mate. Yes. Another sparky random. Let's get on to the next bit of the show because I think this has gone as far as it needs to, okay? Uh, we're gonna be talking about the big story of the week. Coming up next, it is the Loose Dads Podcast. I would like to just put out a, a, a disclaimer there that I, that was in no way a misogynistic comment to say that Aww. women are hideous without makeup. Women, you are beautiful. I was trying to make a point. Thank you very much, Jack. Make sure that makes it into the, uh, the edit. Thank you very much. Man, Christine Aguilera and Jess Glynn are going to be angry at you because they've written songs about that, mate. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Brad, exactly that sounded... they were talking about. Yeah. That sounded, Brad, like one of those hostage videos where they are, they're treating me very well oh, yes. and they're <laughs> decent people. Don't try and rescue me. This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet, where you can keep in contact with us 
chat with us at any time tell us anything that's on your mind and make fun of us whatever it is at the facebook group you just search loose dad's podcast in facebook and you will come to our podcast group and you are welcome with open arms and toes um, <laughs> Sorry about that. With Still apologise no about that. Why did I say toes? What? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just really should engage my brain before speaking well, sometimes. Well, welcome with open-toed sandals. <laughs> yes. Not this. <laughs> Let's look inside the news. <laughs> uh, inside the news, then, the week that we're doing this, there's loads of... <laughs> stuff that was just depressing and horrible so i mean and this may be depressing and horrible it depends on your your point of view but mcdonald's has run out of milkshakes and some bottled drinks at restaurants in england scotland and wales Uh, it's facing supply chain issues is what it's saying which is essentially brexit stopped it happening and you know people try and talk around it the government try and talk around it um but you know we've all been hit by covid all across europe funnily enough the other countries in the eu still have their mcdonald's milkshakes but in the britain we don't but the good (laughs) thing about this is right is that no grown adult really goes to mcdonald's do they it's just for children right am i right Well, except for breakfast, <laughs> yeah, guys, um, and a coffee because yeah. oh. it's cheaper. It's just oh, kids, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. I do have a lot cheaper. Wraps. But oh, I miss the breakfast wraps, dude. They were so good. Bastards no, when, when I wasn't it. a vegan. Yeah, exactly. I don't give a toss about them running out of milkshakes. They stopped the breakfast wraps. I've had enough of them. What, yeah. what I want to know, right, is how anyone knows that they've run out of milkshakes. Because every time I've ever been to a McDonald's and ordered a milkshake... The machine's broken. Exactly, ah. dude. Exactly. I was just Always. about to say, this is no news for me. Every time I've gone, it's like, oh, can I get uh, some McFlurries? Oh, no, sorry, the machine's not working. Or I could could I get a coffee? Yeah, that one's not working too. So you've just run out of milk. <laughs> yeah, it's either that, it's either that Brad, or apparently they're cleaning the machine. Oh, the, yeah. the, um, the chat is, is it takes three hours to clean the McDonald's milkshake. Like, I saw a guy on TikTok going, oh, a little behind the scenes for you. Um, yeah. Well, so, surely that is like a real error in the business plan, right? Exactly. You, if you have Fast a major food. part of your menu is down for three hours of the day, and if you're open, you know, they're not all open 24 hours, but even if they are, that's like an eighth of the day that yeah, it's come not on. available. Also, why are you always cleaning them at lunchtime and dinner time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that's so true. <laughs> I know. What? Hold on. You're telling me that the guy on TikTok's lying? Well, he might, he might not be telling the truth. If I was running that business, I'd say... Right, clean the milkshake machine on the breakfast shift. Uh, yeah. Then right. it's fine for the rest of the day. Right. Perfect You're using sense, common dude. sense, and that's the quickest way to drive yourself insane, Jack. Because um, <laughs> nobody else uses it, it would seem. So has, has anyone else come across any shortages? Because there have been a lot of shortages, a lot of yeah. supply, pl- train, pl- uh, supply chain problems. So what it is, is essentially um, COVID's meant that a lot of uh, tr- uh, lorry drivers have been either pinged or they've got COVID, they're not in the lorries driving around. There's not enough lorry drivers to cover them because uh, not enough people are trying to get into the job for various reasons, but also because people from the EU can't come over and do it because they've got to sign 7 million bits of paperwork in order to get over here. And if they make one mistake, then they're banned for 17 years. So this has happened. A lot of people have, uh, like KFC, (laughs) have they run out of 
Ch- Earth yeah. Chicken. I know Nando's did. Nando's, yeah. Our Nottingham Nando's is closed at the moment. I actually went to get one on uh, Just Eat the other night or Delivery, whichever one it's on. And it was like, sorry, we're closed because we can't get chicken. It just seems ridiculous. I mean, there's quite a lot of chickens in this country. So <laughs> you'd think that a farmer from just outside Nottingham, this countryside around Nottingham, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a lot. Leicestershire's full of farms as well and Derbyshire, you know. So come on, guys. Um, Couldn't they but- just drive them in? Hey, look, come on. Uh, that's, that's a peri peri good idea, Jim. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Nice. I feel like it's been a while since we had a, a real dad joke. <laughs> well, guys, that's what I'm here for now. I'm fully trained now. <laughs> fully trained. Has anyone noticed it at the supermarkets as well? Because I've, I've noticed a couple of the shops that I've not been able to get anything, which has been really annoying. We just have to reach into the depths of my freezer to, yeah. uh, to make food. They're definitely stacking the shelves out wider, you know, when you're trying to hide the emptiness. Like, they're definitely doing that. If you go down, like, the drinks aisle, I've seen them doing that um, well, in a few of the stores around here. But, yeah, apparently the way forward is become a lorry driver at the moment. So if uh, if you lost your job over um, uh, over COVID, which is, you know, a sad story mm-hmm. for a lot of people, at the minute, a lot of companies are, like, offering a £2,000 sign-on fee, like a footballer, like, just for starting to be a lorry driver for them. And then... You and do they put it on social media as well? Uh, what? Prepare to announce our new signing. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. And they it's John. <laughs> the guy holds up the keys in his high-vis yeah. jacket like it's messy. Um, but yeah, apparently, like, right now, that's that, that lorry drivers are gold dust. Like, it's, I've seen it loads of places. Even I was driving behind a lorry on the M1 the other day, and it said, like, start for our company now, and we'll pay you two and a half grand, and then you can earn, like, £18 an hour. And uh, uh, just because I've been looking into it, I'm not looking for a new job or anything, guys, but uh, my nephew is. But even if, like, you said to the company, look, don't give me my £2,000 sign-on fee. Just teach me how to get get me a lorry driver's license. Like, get him training. Because you can get for a fast-track course, I think it takes four weeks, four to six weeks. Like, I'll waiver that two grand sign-on fee. And then that's a new skill set. If you're a lorry driver, it lowers your car insurance because you're a more skilled driver. And... You've won. And even in, if in two years' time they don't need more lorry drivers, you know, the, the, the need for lorry drivers goes down, you've got a new skill set and you feel yeah. better after a pandemic. If you're going to do driving, getting your Arctic license would be just a pure winner because you would earn an absolute killing. Yeah. Like, like I, I feel that. Like I'm no careers advisor, guys. I'm definitely not. Like I'm the last person you should ever come to for careers advice. But I just, just off the back of seeing it on the back of the lorry, I have looked into it a bit and thought, actually, right now, if I was out of work, I'd be trying to be a lorry driver. I can see the joy of being a lorry driver when you're on the motorway, there's two lanes, and you go to overtake, so you annoy everyone behind you because you go so slowly. Brilliant. That's loads of fun, right? I'm in for that. It's when you get into those little towns and you have to kind of reverse round (laughs) into those little alleyways, that would be the bit where, you know, I'm fine doing it in a car, but with a massive articulated lorry. Those people are so skilled at driving. And yeah. they just do that every day, don't they? They just like yank it around. Yeah, here we go. No problem. Yeah. And that just looks like the most stressful thing in the world for me. They always seem to do it like with no fear of killing anybody either. Like, well, if you're in the way, it's your fault. It's like swing, swing, swing. But um, yeah, I always think the idea of being a lorry driver is quite decent because you think you could just sit in your cab, listening to great podcasts like this all day, uh, get your playlist sorted on Spotify. No one to annoy you. You can just not answer your phone. You just The only thing you got to do is get to your delivery point on time. Hold on. 
I've not been paid, by the way, to incentivize getting, getting lorry drivers. It sounds like I'm doing a great promo. Here. Grant, yeah. That's it. Yeah. And you sign up on lorrydriversforyou.co.uk. <laughs> this episode sponsored by Eddie Stobart. You're going to have to hashtag add this bit, I'm sure. Uh, Jack, have you got a news story? Yeah, so this happened last week, but I think just after we recorded. Um, so we haven't discussed it here, though I'm sure every dad across the nation is weeping for the loss. OnlyFans uh, has announced that they are going to be banning adult content from October. Now, when we were talking about problems with the business plan, right? <laughs> <laughs> that makes McDonald's look very clever. They've got a three-hour cleaning process. Yeah. They have 138 million subscribers at the moment paying monthly fees to um, content creators, shall we say. So, Jim, Jim, Uh, your your, your account is under fire now, dude. Yeah. Yeah, cardigan loving. Oh, (laughs) I'm going to save some money, though. Oh, cool I'm going to save a bit of dollar. Watch Jim Coulson teabag. (laughs) (laughs) A lovely cop. Yeah, that's right, yeah. One cardigan, one cup. I mean, (laughs) that's explicit enough for me. (laughs) I mean, this is the stupidest idea in the world ever. It's like, make another website then. Keep the porn one and change, like, make a different one. Keep OnlyFans for porn and then... If you if that's not the, what you, to your taste and not what you're trying to do, then move over here. But keep the millions of subscribers and millions of pounds coming in. So, so just for any listeners who don't know what the other side to OnlyFans is, it started not as a as a porn subscription site. It started like for artists, uh, musicians, content creators to give a little bit extra to their fans by. A monthly subscription, say a podcast like this might might go on OnlyFans and have exclusive content there. We're not on OnlyFans, um, only Jim trying to sell it, but yeah. <laughs> um, but that is the other side to it. Now, I've been reading up on this, and the reason they are banning adult content is because they have really struggled to get investment. Um. Because it's porn, basically. And loads oh. of the big banks have rules about um, investing in vice. With the money coming in, though, do they need investment? Well, I, mean, I know. It sounds like they <laughs> were doing quite well. Like, oh. well. But that's the thing, right? If they cut the porn, they're cutting their nose off to spite their face because they're going to lose out on so much money. So but the thing is, their business model is to... Uh, float it publicly or sell the business and no one wants to buy the business when it's just porn Um, or when it's seen as just porn. So... Do you know what? Something I found really funny about this is that loads of people are then be going, oh, wow, all these people that have been making porn are just going to have to get a proper job like everybody else. Like, And you go, yeah, like, but... They've made a job of this. Like there is a sex worker industry. There are people who do. If you, if those people who are saying that have ever watched porn, shut yeah. up. Like but, shut or, your or, mouth. Or visited a strip club. You know the amount of yeah. strip clubs that had to shut down because of COVID, and it was an outlet then for strippers to go on and earn some money, uh, make a living still during a pandemic, and also it has 
sort of revolutionized the sex industry because suddenly these creators are in charge of what they are putting out there and how it gets out there they're not reliant on this middleman who might be exploiting them or drugging them or 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 taking advantage of them it's direct to consumer so so they've got all the power um so like it's it it's genuinely as well as you know having some great porn it's been great for the the sex worker industry yeah uh, and so it's a bit of a shame side note though guys anyone know any web developers i think we should uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've got this great idea for a website <laughs> it's called lonely fans <laughs> for fans more, only more <laughs> we could do I, it guys um, I'd, I'd heard about the the problem with um, with getting money from banks and stuff. I used mm. to work for a company that wrote a lot about lotteries. I've talked about this before, and they um, they wanted some more investment from the banks, and they found the same thing. So we had to rewrite the company website to specifically have lots of words on it that basically meant nothing. <laughs> so to, we were trying to explain a business by just absolutely... And it was quite a good task, actually. It was quite a good, a fun few days to say, how can I write 500 words that really don't say anything about what this business does? And it's it's more difficult than you think. But also, the, like, the banks can't look at it too carefully because they saw that and they went, oh, yeah, that's fine then, go for it, without looking at any of the other sites the company owned, which was easy to find out. Because you can find that information really simply, uh, which were all like massive gambling sites. Hey, another thought is, why don't we change the rules? Why don't the banks change the rules? Like, why don't they ask them to change the rules if they can't invest in vice? Well, is there a certain specific type of vice? Can like we make, it seems stupid to just, it's like a, here's, let's stop this absolute cash flow coming through because, Paul, right? Seems a bit stupid if you ask me. I don't know. What do I know anyway? I'm full of advice tonight. I don't know where this is. Yeah. (laughs) But but it is a booming business. Like, uh, at what point do you you take it seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Porn or not porn. Like, that's it. I mean, I can't imagine, surely, they would pass up a really good business opportunity, would they? Am I wrong in thinking that they are contemplating keeping nudity and stuff like that it was just the uh hardcore porn element they're looking at scrapping so i was under the impression that like say for instance if there was a stripper who was selling images of herself for instance or videos of herself i think that that was still okay but it was people that were making like i guess gross content that were they so so one of the other problems um is I think it's the subscription for adult content business model that um, that the that the banks have got a problem with. But one of the other problems, you know, not to get too dark, is the regulating of that, you know, moderation of that, um, and and making sure illegal content isn't going on there. Mm. Um, okay, this is all getting a bit they've, confusing. They've removed yeah. they've removed a lot of child porn, basically. Oh, okay. Um, well, we got to protect that. Um, so, so it, it, that's another one of the reasons that because they they can't they can't moderate it to the level that. Now you brought up that, Jack. I can't make the joke of oh well, thanks for doing such extensive research <laughs> yeah. on the whole website for us. Now you've said child porn. I can't make that joke now, mate. You've ruined it. I was going to say though, Jack, when you go back and you listen to it for the edit, 
you're going to hear a total Sparkyism there because you're like, oh, they've removed a whole bunch of child porn. And Sparky's like, yeah, we've got to protect that. Shit! <laughs> 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 no, we all know what Sparky meant. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, that is my life in a nutshell. Brad, Brad, how do you talk professionally on the radio? I, I, I don't know. know. I don't know. I think I my guess boss you is talk nervous. About child porn. Every but single yeah. day. Yeah, I, I, I stay away from the heavy stuff, guys. I, yeah, actually, I, I can come with the sort of stuff that I talk about. <laughs> Uh, on air don't clip that bit either because that could be a very awkward sentence but I can bring uh, to the table the sort of uh, stuff that I uh, skirt around Um, completely different direction away from OnlyFans because I think we're becoming a nation of whinges I think Brexit's made us all very very miserable even to the point that a load of people in Wales in Cardiff have complained to the council about their neighbour feeding the blooming birds. Like, woman fined £3,000 for making neighbour's life hell <laughs> for having a bird feeder. Come on, I mean, guys. This is like the story last week yeah. that Jack had about the ice cream van where someone had gone on, looked up how long <laughs> you can ring an ice cream van tune for and then timed it and found out it was in violation well, what more is- evidence that we're just becoming miserable. Like, listen to these for quotes. Neighbours in the seaside village have feared venturing outside in case they get covered in mess. Some have even resorted to leaving the house with an umbrella, even on sunny days, <laughs> to avoid being splattered. Oh, come on. It's an old lady who just wants to bring some joy to her life, no, putting blooming no, birds in the garden. You've, you've, there was a key word in there. The seaside town. These aren't birds. These are seagulls. These are seagulls. These yeah. are seagulls. She's she's throwing out fish and chips and feeding the seagulls. This, <laughs> isn't, this isn't a cu- couple of sunflower seeds for a blue tit. Oh, but mate, they, they've gone the whole wet, the whole hog on this poor little seventy-one-year-old lady. All I just thought about was, oh, I just want to feed the birds. And they've like taken her to court. They've hammered her with a three grand fine. How many pension claims from the post office? Does is that? I don't know. Right? Have, have you seen her though? Because she might be like this mad old bird woman. I, well, that's stereotyping. That's a bit unfair, Jack. Uh, another person said, it's like a Hitchcock film around here. The birds, oh, it's birds. a nightmare. Like, come on. Oh, I was trying to guess which Hitchcock film oh. it could have been. I was going to say Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> but, but when you uh, say- Come on, Sparky. You're from the seaside. You're from Portsmouth, aren't you? You know how bad gulls are. Come on. Yep. You, you've got to have some sympathy with the neighbours. But they're part of living by the seaside. It's like moving next to a nightclub and then complaining it's loud. It's like well, no. part of it. <laughs> No, like, no. You don't expect them. You don't expect them to be swarming there to eat an yeah, old lady's cast-offs or old digestive biscuits or whatever she's throwing out. In, in, that, in that analogy, it's like moving to a town with a nightclub and then your neighbour opening the smoking area in their garden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's well, anyway, guys, you'll be happy to know. She's been served and noticed under the Section 4 Prevention of Damage by Pests Act 1949, <laughs> ordering to keep the uh, birds out of her garden. Like this poor old lady, she's never going to, she's going to have to take down her bird feeder and she probably can't even do that without assistance. Okay, okay, right. And you're stereotyping you, now. Oh, okay, right, okay. <laughs> but I'd like, I know what my nan could was capable of at 70. I did. Would you, would you feel so defensive if she was feeding the rats? Um, I mean, yeah, that, okay, that's disgusting. <laughs> but birds are beautiful and rats aren't. I mean, seagulls. Rats are lovely. I love yeah. their little 
evil red eyes and <laughs> I love the way they gnaw creepy little tails <laughs> you're decking yeah they love all of that yeah no okay and the I- smell they make when they die in your cavity wall and you can't get them out <laughs> oh well anyway I save just felt sorry rats. for the old lady save the rats <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good I'm glad cause you noticed Sparky just segued into that without uh, me introducing it <laughs> yeah. sorry Jim yeah no but I was Sparky trying to just- thinks he's in charge I was running away from the child porn line and now I've had to bring it back up me so thanks for that so here we go right come on um, brad do you want it sorry jim uh, go ahead <laughs> no 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 go on sparky brad he got a, t- he got a taste for hosting the other <laughs> week didn't he yeah yeah I, I don't your editing job's gonna be a nightmare this week isn't it <laughs> I, I can't be bothered anymore i just i just let it run clip and go that's it i bleep out the swears that's it <laughs> brad what's your story all right so you guys have heard of gender pay gap right Yes. You may not have heard of the orgasm gap. Obviously, statistically, we know, right? But did you know that there is a masturbation gap? Right. Yeah. So, um, it's... (laughs) It's like that small window of the day where you can. Yeah. Well, it's (laughs) obviously gotten a hell of a lot worse with uh, lockdown and all this crap. (laughs) Which part Um, of your gooch would you find the uh, masturbation gap? Like, (laughs) where am I looking (laughs) for that? Right at the back, mate. Right at the back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So, here we go. So, globally, men tend to masturbate 140 times a year. Or 2.6 times a week. Women masturbate on average 53 times a year, which means roughly once a week. So it means the global orgasm gap is 62%, but in the UK, it's even higher at 66%. And has this report been out because they're doing something to close that gap? (laughs) No, it's just to bring awareness. We need to come under fire. (laughs) we We need to bring awareness to this important fact, guys, that the poor woman... I'm masturbating less than men. Right. Is this going to be when, yeah, as you say, with the BBC, they're going to have to release a list of, <laughs> of the top earners. Of the top earners. Of the top, top tossers, I think we'd call it. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say, yeah, because uh, f- f- funny enough, yeah, the UK is has one of the biggest gaps, which proves that a lot of English men are a bunch of wankers. Yeah. That's what I was, but you guys had to go and steal that from me. So thank you very much. I'm yeah. done. And, and also, you yeah, don't, don't say it like that, Brad. You're one of us now. You are <laughs> one of us. So, mate, you were one of us. Twenty minutes after you vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be fair, you're the only guy that's openly admitted that. Like literally minutes after surgery. Well, so, that was that just is. curiosity, dude. <laughs> that was curiosity. That's and, cool. and 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 did it go well? I can't remember. <laughs> it went swimmingly <laughs> don't try it fills me with horror every time I still have someone uh, PTSD help. when I think about it <laughs> when I think about it it closes my masturbation gap <laughs> let me tell you it really does PTSD let's work it out pretty terribly sore <laughs> yeah yeah Painfully, Des- terribly sore. Yeah, there we go. De- Destiny. Yes. 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 This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. We're going to have the big question from one of the members of the Dadsnet group up next. That was the news. It was the yeah. best news. We've- that was the best news we've ever done. Move over, Trevor McDonald. <laughs> It's 
It's Loose Dads from Dads Now. I've got Jack, I've got Brad, I've got Sparky. We're here talking about, well, pretty much anything I think it is today. That's what we've worked out. Uh, let's take a big question of the week. The big question of the week. Uh, the big question of the week is where a member of the Dadsnet community online, one of the uh, the, the groups on Facebook, who, which are all great, and you should join them as private groups. There's groups where you can rant and rave and chat and laugh and all that sort of stuff. There's local groups. There's activity-based groups. Uh, this is from Tom on one of those groups. He says, my son starts school this September, but... He's really, really not looking forward to it. How can I encourage him that it's going to be something fun for him to do and that he'll enjoy it? Because I think he will when he gets there. What can I do to help? Uh, My son is starting school this this September, but um, his sister's already there because he just wants to be like his sister. He cannot wait to get there. But we did see him in his school uniform for the first time today when we were trying it on and that was like a bit of a lump in the throat moment. I was going to say, did you cry, Jim? Did, did your eyes get wet? <laughs> Just a li- little. I think it was a bit dusty. So that's why. <laughs> probably, you know, but yeah, it, that's, that made it kind of feel very real. Although it's slightly ruined by the fact that um, they, they're doing this sort of phased going into school so the first week when his yeah. sister's back full time he's in two afternoons <laughs> like useful <laughs> come on we thought we'd have our freedom back <laughs> no um, so yeah it's, it's a tough one Brad what uh, sort of experience did you have with your kids starting school um oh, Logan would have been he was I mean, we just didn't tell him about it. He would just turn up and threw him in the gate. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I wearing these funny clothes? Well, well you'll see. What's going on? What's it? Uh, but I remember drop-offs were hard because he didn't want to be there. And like, I, I, I remember this one time where I had to walk him into the back of the classroom and I gave him a kiss and I basically said, I'll see you later. Have a good day. I love you. And as I turned around, he was doing like a murder scream of daddy oh, and like, I'm like dude I can't if I turn around I'm like so like I just had to keep on going you know oh, yeah. I had to pretend I was Shay when her and I have an argument and she can't hear me and, uh, <laughs> and uh, so yeah it was it was tough um, preparing him I, I Jim I honestly can't remember <laughs> it was so long ago uh, Cole's the same though um, because Obviously, his brother was going to school, so he was just excited to go. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I can't even... I genuinely, genuinely cannot even think of what we did. Which, that's kind of... I guess we just openly spoke about it. But I don't think he had massive anxiety about it, to be fair. I was going to say, that's kind of encouraging in a way. Because if it's not stood out too much, then maybe it was just a kind of gentle sort of persuasion and eventually it was all right because that's the thing is once they've been for a couple of days they're all right aren't they really yeah, or you yeah. know weeks it might be a couple of weeks or whatever but you know they do get into it because it just becomes the new normal i suppose yeah once they get indoctrinated into the system it's all fine <laughs> oh, 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 hey brad brad with his conspiracy <laughs> i uh i wonder though like if it's gonna it's feeling a little extra hard for them 
uh, this kid because of lockdown like because of everything you know you've got so used yeah, to your home comforts yeah. and then and like yeah. so everyone's just a little bit more anxious about doing outside the house stuff at the moment or not everybody but a lot of people mm. are and so mm. that's it I think Jim you hit something just absolutely bang on there like give him a few days and and sort of find out the things that he was excited about when he does start like the things that he enjoyed most on a day and if apart from if he says home time because then that's <laughs> not going to be useful but like you know and then just use that every day to sort of like just focus on the bits that he enjoyed and point at that all the time I guess well I think the trouble with, with relying on that though Sparky which you'll you'll come to find is so what did you do today I can't mm. remember yeah yeah uh, okay. yeah we get that with nursery yeah. What would you do at nursery today? I don't know. know. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what am I paying for? Is that what your first thought is? Yeah. Like, the, what, what, are we, what are we paying you for you to go to nursery for? Yeah. No, the other week, the other week, I said, "What did you do at nursery?" I, I, don't, I don't know. I said, "Who was there?" It was um, I'm going to make up some names now? But like, was was Mary there? Yeah. Was was little Johnny there? Yeah. And he was just saying yes to everything, so I started making up names. Like, was, Bar- <laughs> was Barry there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gregory? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is bullshit. Why am I having this conversation? I mean, let, let's be fair as well that those are those are names you will not find in any school child in this day and age. Barry or Gregory? Hey, Barry's going out with Mary. What are you talking about? Or Jeff? <laughs> I, I, I genuinely, I do ask my kids if Barry was at nursery or school that day, and it really annoys them. And I, that's why I keep doing it. <laughs> every day oh was Barry there no okay there's no Barry okay right next day oh, was Barry that. there no oh I'm, I'm nicking that <laughs> yeah it's really good it's really good for, and the great thing was they were watching some David Walliams thing on uh, on telly not like his you know adult stuff but like some <laughs> thing that he'd written and the dad in the story was called Barry and they were like oh it's a name it's really a name <laughs> yeah I'm not complete idiots <laughs> Um, the, my kids' school have done quite a good thing. They've, they're really kind of focusing on how reception is like playing, and mm. so everything that they've kind of um, they've done to sort of all the communication with the kids, which has been difficult, because that's the thing. Last year's kids who were going into reception probably had quite a, a raw deal because although they had all the preparation, once they were in, the year was all kind of messed up a little bit, or, mm. or maybe the years before. But yeah, and then as the years go on and they're starting school again then it's they're not getting the preparation and they're not you know as you say you know there might be a bit of um worry about going and doing public stuff but yeah they're really trying hard they're they're sending like videos of stories and just talking about how much they're going to play and how much you get to play all day and things like that um which my son's well up for Uh, jack have you had to sort of uh start to prepare yours as they get a bit older well, I was just going to say, like, to be fair, that's sort of what reception is, isn't it? You know, you're not yeah. doing your trigonometry in reception. Hold on. So, so you don't need the, uh, the look, I'm not saying, I'm not saying reception gonna, teachers don't. I was going to say, you're going to upset uh, Sarah Jane. Yeah. She's an EYFS <laughs> lead and she is like, it's not just playing and that's all anybody says. I, I know it's not just playing, but for the kids, <laughs> yeah, it's it basically is. just. It's, I mean, learn, it's tricking, learn, tricking them into learning. Tricking them it? into learning. That's it. And and to, and and we do that. We do that at home with them all the time. Like, so I think we haven't had any apprehension about it because because we're doing that stuff at home. You know, the, our kids are quite eager to learn. So we'll, we'll teach them stuff. You know, Danny will set up little play areas for them. And Jake's obsessed with Italy at the moment. So we just had Italy week at home, where we learn like super basic fractions you know he's three and a half but um like by cutting up a pizza and stuff like that 
and oh, and nice. I think doing those little bits of learning like that means when it comes time to it it's hard for me to say definitely because he hasn't been to school yet but um, I think you creating those links between the things they enjoy at home and what they're going to be doing at school so if they like painting then you can say wow you might be doing painting at school and getting them excited about the things they're going to be doing there because it's not trigonometry I feel like that's an alright way to to help prepare them and get them up for going to school I yeah, definitely I think I'd agree and, they, and that's the thing is you've got to focus on the things that they like haven't you and uh, the things that they're going to enjoy and you know if they've got like, you'll, he'll know by now if his son's got friends I guess there which would really help depends because if you've gone to nursery and the nursery's mm. like a feeder for the school you're likely to know lots of people going if you're not if the kid's not been to nursery then I'm you know there's not maybe don't know as many people but definitely you know we're focusing on you get to play loads you're going to be like your sister because you're at school and uh, all your mates are going to be in your class so it's going to be a really good laugh yeah solid and, and, and uh, just keep got... reminding them that school is the best years of their life because being an adult sucks balls <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you what when people told me that when I was a kid I never appreciated that. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? It's, it seems to be a, the most common thing as well. Like everyone I knows, parents at one point said, don't wish your school years away. It's yeah. the best time of your life. And everyone's but, always gone, oh, what do they know? Yeah, shut up. It, but it's, it's like what we said about, you know, p- parenting advice when people say, enjoy these moments. Oh. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but when I'd like screaming at you. <laughs> better, better advice than the school days are the best days of your life would be, yeah, keep complaining because no one is ever happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's exactly it, Jim. Like, we always want something else, don't we? We're always like, oh, I wish I could go back there. Like when <laughs> oh. kids go, oh, I wish I was an adult so I could do what I want to do. And then adults go, oh, I wish I was a kid so I could just do what I want to do. And it's like, <laughs> you make a good point, like quite a dark one. But like, <laughs> like, have you ever heard anyone go, I am just completely content with my life? <laughs> no. No, no, no. You're and very if they do say it. that, you think you're bloody lying. You like, you, yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're lying. Piss off. Oh, well, I hope on. something happens to change it. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> and on that bleak note, <laughs> <laughs> if you want a reason to come back next week. Yes, because maybe that'll be the thing that makes you happy. Is next week's show, not this week's show. This was shit. But next week's show might be the one. But make sure you listen wherever you get your podcasts. Also, uh, give us a review, give us a five-star rating, and share it with your friends as well. Tell other people about it. It really helps, gets people to listen to it, gets it up the rankings, and that's just really good for our egos, which really, really do need stroking. So um, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. And uh, talk to us through uh, the Loose Dads Facebook, uh, Loose Dads Podcast Facebook group. And you can find out more about parenting at dadsnet.com. Come. Oh, and if you think about my my uh, my news article, clearly it's our egos that need stroking and nothing else. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's getting and if you go to my news article, it's only going to be our egos that get stroked from now on. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's say website. goodbye. Sorry, <laughs> to Jack, to Sparky, to Brad. Thank you very much. This is Loose Dads. We're back next week. Loose Dads, a Dadsnet original podcast.